Good day, my friends, and welcome to another moment, a Black History Moment with Bo. And I hope this day finds your life flowing in a river of contentment with nothing but smooth sailing within your eyesight. I have a question that I want to ask of you. What is black? Is black merely the color of your skin? Is black the foundation of your ancestry? Or is black merely a state of being? While most Americans view the children of mixed race families as black, other country and societies make room for a more nuanced understanding of race. Many trace America's rigid attitude towards race back to the so-called one-drop rule, which holds that any discernible amount of non-white blood disqualifies a person from whiteness. This one-drop rule was used as recently as 1980. That's when a Louisiana woman was denied her request to be classified as white on her birth certificate because of a black ancestor four generations back. A Louisiana law repealed in 1983 assigned residents as colored if one thirty-second of their ancestry included African descent. I think the main takeaway from this is that both blacks and whites show a tendency to categorize and think about black-white multiracials as more black than white. Grandparents of children of black and white unions seems to ask themselves, do you think the kids should be thought of as relatively black or relatively white? At birth, they will ask themselves, do you think the kid will look more black or white? This question will come up, I would say, 50% of the time before the question of the baby's health comes up. In the 2000 U.S. Census, respondents were for the first time able to check off a box for two or more races. This was the first official acknowledgement of complex racial identities since the 1800s. And at that time, the census had categories including mulatto, quadroon, and octogroon for people who were counted as half, a quarter, or an eighth black. In the 2000 census, more than 7 million people claimed two or more races, with 750,000 identifying as black-white people in 2010. And the number of people claiming to be 
two or more races rose to more than nine million people. Henry Louis Gates from Harvard University, his five DNA testing sites found that the average African American had between 19 and 29% white ancestry, while some groups showed as much as 95% African ancestry. Gates data suggests that African Americans are essentially a mixed race group. The fact that most blacks don't claim whiteness and most whites don't claim blacks as a member of their ethnic group underscores the persistence of the one-drop rule thinking. So what does black mean? It doesn't mean anything. It's a social construct in the context of the United States. I'm black. When I'm walking down the street, 99% of Americans think I'm black. These distinctions are made up in service of white supremacy. Okay, so I get it. I understand what they're saying. One drop of blood makes you black. And this is something that will only come up within the United States. And then you have those blacks that look so white that they could pass as white people. And they often did because being white, let's face it, had its privileges and and opportunities especially during the Jim Crow era. But if you passed as white and were found out to be black, you suffered. You know, I have often said that at one time on this earth, there was only one race of people. And eventually this planet will go back to being only one race of people. The probability of any of us seeing that time period is very minute. A few years back, Halle Berry was in a bitter custody battle with her ex-partner, Gabriel Aubrey, about their daughter's racial identity. Barry is the daughter of a white mother and an African-American father. Aubrey is French-Canadian and white. Barry proceeded to say that she felt that she's black. I'm black and I'm her mother, and I believe in the one-drop theory. Now, these were Barry's words. Now, It varied from state to state, but generally, if a person had one drop of black blood, they were forbidden to pass as white. Barry went on to say, I'm not going to put a label on it. I had to decide for myself, and that's what she's going to have to do. 
And I think largely that will be based on how the world identifies her. That's how I identified myself, but I feel like she's black. Now, Barry's remarks underscore an ongoing debate about racial identity in a country that is becoming much more multi-ethnic. One in seven new marriages is between spouses of different races. The United States is having a demographic shift driven by immigration and intermarriage. And I see a lot of the children from these marriages are having deep-rooted problems. What I'm about to say is not a scientific fact, merely a lifetime of observation. If you take a black man with two black parents and you put that black man with an Asian woman, you are going to have a black child. If you put that same black man with a Hispanic woman, you are going to have a black child. And if you put that man with a white woman, you are going to have a black child. And that black gene will be dominant. You see it in people like Barack Obama, like Halle Berry, like Frederick Douglass, and W.E.B. DeBose. People that you would look at and not even think that they were biracial. People that society just deems as being black. Now the problem comes in with the biracial children. If a biracial man has a child with a white woman, those children tend to look white. They are like Freddie Washington from the Imitation of Life movie. They are like Mariah Carey. They are people that could pass as white. And if they have three or more white grandparents, they have a tendency to be brought up as white. And it doesn't matter which parent is white, the man or the woman. The children will attend white churches. They will join white clubs. They will go to predominantly white schools. And the biracial parent has a tendency to go along with this. It's like they forgot when they looked in the mirror that they were black. But when they are pulled over by the police, reality will set back in. And sadly, these children will be lost. They will not understand the feelings and the desires that they have. All their friends will be white. They will date only white. And this is because they were raised as white. And the black side of their family heritage is lost to them. And people do not even know that they have one drop until the one biracial parent shows up at the PTA meeting and are asked if they are the stepfather or stepmother. The sad part is that these children will never know that their great-grandparents were black 
would never know the history and the stories of that side of their family. And the fear would always be there that if they married a white person, the blackness that is in them might and can come out in their children. Families have been torn apart and divorces granted for these very reasons. Friends, I beg you, give these children a chance and let them know who and what they are because no matter how hard we try to prevent it, the ugly inward will be thrown at them and it will be by their peers. I told you I would bring you the truth no matter how ugly it is. My friends, this is a problem that is going to be with us for a while. But it can be conquered. All we have to do is be fair. Be fair to each other. I leave you with this thought. If a child is to learn his culture... He or she will have to see their mother and father reading about it and explaining it to them. Then it gets a legitimacy it otherwise would never have. Until then, their learning is limited. This is what is known as the real slipping into darkness, the ugliness that exists in our world. Until next time, my friends, it has been my honor.